Welcome to the Refresh Podcast, a refresh look at life's spiritual applications. As you all can kindly hear, I'm trying to start this year off right. <laughs> it's Try about time. Nailed Finally. <laughs> you killed take, it, though. One take Joe. One take Joe. I put my grown-up voice. I put my parent-teacher conference voice on and everything. You did. You did. All I'm right. impressed. I'm <laughs> impressed. I, I, and now I'm pressured. Yeah. I'm going to close it solid. I'm right. Yeah. Here. Open up the email address right now to make sure it's in front of me. <laughs> the pressure on my cohorts here. That's it. And I'm here with Anthony Sanders and Jeff Sherrill. How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New name Year. Right. I got his name right, too. You uh, did. Uh, one take hope. It, I'm sorry. One take Joe. I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah, call me on whatever. I'm with that. That's it's good all good. To be in. How y'all doing? Doing good, man. Weird. Happy New Year to y'all brothers, even though it's February. Happy Black History Month. Happy we Black took, History Month. We took January off on accident. <laughs> Folks, on got accident. Folks got new jobs and whatnot, so we had, had to work around job, schedules. Man. Had to get this paper. Hey, man. make that money. Don't let, don't let the money make you. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. The job has me working weekends. So uh, it's kind of limited or was kind of changed our uh, broadcast time, broadcast That's recording it. time. So uh, we're getting this in the best way we can, but we're making it happen. And we appreciate y'all for joining us. Appreciate we it. appreciate y'all for subscribing. We appreciate yep. y'all for letting everybody know where we're at. Sharing, liking. Hopefully in 2022, we can go a little bit more broad in what we're doing here. So help us out. Could you please? Would you? Yeah. Put it out there. Share, retweet, repost, whatever uh, social media that you favor the most. Put us on there for your timeline to see. And we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. At the refresh podcast at the refresh podcast that's facebook and oh no not facebook yeah it's facebook too facebook instagram twitter all of that follow along as you can i'm not as active as i would like to be but hopefully throughout 2022 i will be so we want to hear what you have to, want us to talk about we will talk about whatever so pick it up jeff and what we uh, doing today what pick we talking up your about activity today? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do. I do need to pick up my activity. I was looking at that. and I was like, oh, really? It's been since November since I even put anything out there. And it was really just a plug for the next podcast. So we got to do better. But, I'm going to um, do better. If it was November, that means we were going right into the holiday season. And we are all husbands and fathers here. And, you know, that's a busy, 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 busy time of year for all of us. So uh, we gonna, I'm going to give all three of us a pass on that. Because indeed. Uh, it was rough. <laughs> we made it out. We made Much it. Needed. We on Mama, the other side. We made Mama, it. we made it. Right. <laughs> Indeed. You know what we did, man? We well, we kept our health. Hey. That's what we did. I like this. I like this transition. That's where you're doing. I'm getting he busy, He must be man. back in the field or something. I'm going to get my groove with things, Back man. in his groove. Broadcast Joe is back. Yeah. Back. Well, it's important that we kept our health. That's really what we're talking about today. Um Black men, men's health. We need to get on that. I had a on question it. about that too, since we chose this topic. Um, yeah. What would y'all, what would you all say is the number one concern as far as black men's health? Like, what do we need to be concerned about the most? Surviving. <laughs> no, I mean like health conditions in general. Like, you know, like, is, that, oh, is there okay. one above oh. the other or a few? Random gunfire from police officers. Oh, well, wait. I mean, that is a that is a uh, national health crisis. Yeah, I, I would agree. 
I would agree. That I is would agree. definitely a black men's health crisis. And it seems like it's just way out of the out of bounds in Minnesota. I don't know what they're doing up there, Yo, but man. You know, we're talking about black health, but we can't miss this opportunity to t- chime in on one of these issues real quick before we jump into the rest of our subject matter. What the heck is going on in Minnesota? Like what is going on with law enforcement in Minnesota that they continually kill black men and it's just that it's just what they do. What is the, what is going on? I think well, you mind if I jump in, Jonas? Yeah, go ahead, man. Do you think? Because I think it's not isolated to Minnesota. I think Minnesota's just got a spotlight on it. Um, Mm -hmm. especially after George Floyd, after Philando Castile. Like the so so much has happened in Minnesota that the spotlight's constantly on them. Um, but it's really just a microcosm of what's happening across the country. Um, yeah. Police are killing black men with reckless abandon. Yeah. And very few police officers who do so are held accountable for it. Mm-hmm. That uh, justice is not being applied equally, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, Minnesota ends up just being more because it, keep, <laughs> it keeps it's happening. Just, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because it, they won't let themselves out from under the microscope. So they had a chance because they claim to have made a lot of reforms to their police practices um, after George Floyd died. But then here we are. Yeah. My they shot and tailored this dude. Yeah, they that's did what take I'm on is that um, what we are witnessing and what we've been witnessing for a while is a, just a complete um, proof. I'll say that it's just proof that it's just not a couple of bad apples. Right. And it's the system. It's like Anthony said, it is definitely um, just a spotlight on Minnesota at the moment, but it's this is happening everywhere. And the thing about it, the spotlight it being on Minnesota at the moment is that, yeah, after a national outcry from the what happened with George Floyd, you would think that that would cause some type of reform, but that lets you know that this isn't, there's no quick fix for this right. stuff. You know, this, um, when you see these few um, killings that are being highlighted, all of that makes me wonder is how much they've gotten away with. That's it. Right. How much have we not seen or heard yeah. about what in doesn't national-, get national attention? What has been covered up? How many police have gotten away with this behavior for so long mm-hmm. um, for this to continue to happen? Like it's almost as if this is just uh, another day mm-hmm. of yeah. that area. Like we do this all the time. Like what's the big deal? Like when you um, see these cases highlighted in such fashion, all they're thinking is, dang, I got caught. Right. Right. My other friends, right. my other, you know, officers, they did this and they didn't get caught. You know, we we were able to successfully sweep that under the rug and that person yeah. might have gotten uh, promoted, <laughs> you know, because right. yeah, these officers, they don't they stay in the system for a very long time. So when they see mm-hmm. their superiors and how they handle situations like this and then they move up in the ranks and then they follow the same suit. So no, yeah. it's, it's it's not just a few bad apples that they as if as you know they've tried to say in the press numerous times. It's the tree. It's, it's the, tree. the tree. It's the tree. It's the, the entire tree poisoned. system. The right. entire system that it comes from, and that's you know that's biblical too. By, mind you, y'all. You know if, if I'm going to be the uh, if I'm going to be the resident pastor on this 
Oh, that's biblical. The scriptures say you will know a tree by its fruit. Mm -hmm. And so the fruit that the justice system in at large is producing is corrupt. I mean, you know, I, I'm not segueing into another part of the conversation, but literally the Supreme Court yesterday just up, upheld the gerrymandering that took place in Alabama that continues to subjectify or objectify um, the black vote in a way that it makes it hard for people of color to actually have a vote that matters. Mm -hmm. It's a systemic issue. And we're talking about this entire justice system tree. And uh, for everybody that voted a specific way, expecting for things to be different and change, well, here we are two years into this new term. And what do we have to show for it? Except for the fact that things haven't changed the same. It's very much so the same. Well, it goes back to, and this is still relating to our health because honestly and we're going to bring this up in a different topic but this speaks to our where we go with our mental health because this impacts it um yeah but it just it just goes to show you what jonas was talking about about the um the uh pace at which things can change like when oh boy was in office he put judges in place that are lifetime appointments right i'm not talking about the supreme court Right. You talk about, I'm talking about your lower, your, your lower yeah. courts, yeah. your circuit Districts. courts, your district courts. Like yeah. a lot of these, a lot of these appointments are lifetime appointments. So they ain't going nowhere for a minute until, cause they, it ain't like they picked, you know, your granddaddy as right. a judge. They Young picked guys, our they age. Picked people like us. People, our age, yeah. <laughs> yeah, our our, age. people like us. I mean, our age group, not that look like us, that of like, course. Right. Yeah. Of but course. they definitely put people in that have longevity so that they can keep what's going on yeah we've been getting we've been getting when i say we i mean we as black people have been getting um out strategized for centuries if Mm -hmm. we want to be absolutely honest with it um especially within the last few decades like since the civil rights movement in the 60s um what clan members did what um neo-nazis did what um, white supremacist groups did they said okay this whole sheets thing that we're doing, we're doing it wrong. Too obvious. We're gonna, we have it too it's obvious. Too obvious. So what we're going to do is going to take this stuff off, and we're going to become cops, mm-hmm. we're become lawyers, and we're going to become judges, mm-hmm. and we're going to become politicians, so that we can change the rules and do what we want. And the crazy thing about it, Joe, is when you say that, it's not so much that they took them off and became those things. They just took the sheets off in general mm-hmm. because they were already those things. But now they don't have to hide it and they're not hiding it. And 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 again, the reason why we bring this up in the conversation of African-American male, black male health is because this for us is a health issue. When you can't walk out your house and know whether or not you're going to come home to your family safely because someone is going to be Brody with their badge and their gun, you, 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 you literally have to take that into consideration as to how you manage your physical as well as your emotional health. So, um, you know, again, it, it, it was a segue, but it's a necessary segue for us to talk about as it relates to black health, men's health, because this is where uh, I believe that African-American men, black men across this country are, are, are focused right now. Um, and that's not to say that other areas of our health are important. And that's why we want to have this conversation with everyone today. But this is a primary indicator for the added stressors 
that um, can contribute to the issues um, that, you know, enlarge prostates, that um, lead to higher blood sugars, to, that lead to high blood pressure. And I, I'm going to get off of um, Dr. Sanders's bailiwick because are you calling me out? Him. I'm calling you out because that's who you are today. You are our health advisor, so we have to call you what you are. That's your title today. I'm not, I'm not the health advisor today. I thought I was going to be the health advisor today. No, you're I'll going okay to be. No, you're not. You're not. What are we doing? I'm the health advisor today. Look, drink water. <laughs> that's reasonable. Get that's some more start. Get more sleep. That's a oh, next yeah, step. That's try huge. To, try this to find a, a way up. to work out. It's the step just, just a little bit. And, you know, right. start yeah. with like 10, 15 minutes a day, and then try to get to about 30 minutes a day. There it is. Yeah. If you that's fall, it. You. get it, uh, like, if you scrape yourself, get Band-Aid, Neosporin. There it is. And, you know, wash your hands. That's Jonas, it. you're so nice to him. You're so go nice ahead and to run him. That, go ahead and run that email off, Jeff. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's all, I got We're it, done. man. We're done. We're done. Yeah. It's a wrap. Got it, Dr. man. Drink some water. Or Anthony. Yes. Um, Let's let's talk about this. Let's, let's talk, talk about this. Black men. Can I can I start here and then can we branch from this? Because yeah. here's where I really want to go. Um, I, I'm not an anti-vaxxer and I'm not a pro-vaxxer. I think that people should do everything that they want to do um, as it relates to how they feel about things. But can we just put a little bit of a, um, a salve on this issue when it comes to black men about vaccinations and visiting the do their doctors in general? So maybe you can kind of weave that into some of your content as, as you share. Um, sure. But a lot of black men aren't even getting vaccinated. Um, they have this Tuskegee um, experiment mindset. And I don't even know if that's um, a relevant uh, argument to even keep anymore. So first, um, like I tell my family when they ask me medical questions, I'm not your doctor. <laughs> I am a doctor, but I am not your doctor. So as you listen to this, um, make sure take everything I say, um, not with a grain of salt. This is reality. I won't be speaking anything out of really my opinion. I am a, um, I am an evidence-based practitioner. Yes. Uh, so everything that I, I say is based on scientific evidence. And that means that it's reproducible. That means that it is um, it is peer reviewed, and by that I mean other people on that on that level have looked at it. Other people who are familiar with research have studied it. That sort of thing. Empirical data supporting what you're about to share. There it is. He consulted so, with me. I did. Health, I asked Jonas. Health that's really all, that's that's the peer review that I did. Jonas I is my like, peer in every sense like, of the yeah, word. That sounds about he was, right. Yeah. And then we roll with it. Yep. So really, as I go through my day, I'm like, what would Jonas do? That's the WWJD. That's on, that's on my wrist. That's also accurate. What would Jonas do? <laughs> but for real, um, when it when it comes to since vaccines are are a topic, a, a hot topic at the moment, uh, when like it comes store. to that, that's it. <laughs> vaccines um in general are have been proven to be safe and effective um yes obviously with any sort of medical advancement there are um individuals on a lower level on a low a num number i should say that will have a side effect and a core and or a complication 
Um, to that end, we have been dealing with vaccines for 150 years or so. That's a rough estimate. Um, particularly like the first like global vaccine that um, made a real impact was the smallpox vaccine. And it was necessary because it was kill it was killing far too many people, obviously. Um, and some of y'all are asking yourselves, what is smallpox? And the reason you're asking yourself that is because it we've worked. eradicated it. Because the vaccine it, worked. Right? Because worked. the vaccine works. So what's important, this is an important commentary about vaccines. It's Absolutely. It's not, um, no vaccine is designed to keep you from getting exposed to or contracting an illness. Okay, but the vaccines are designed to keep you from having severe complications from that illness. So when you hear people, since COVID is what we're dealing with in the in the moment, when you hear people say, well, the vaccine, people still getting COVID after the vaccine, that is a true statement. However, when you talk about the people who have been admitted to the hospital ever since that the vaccine has been out, 98 to 99 percent of them have all been unvaccinated. And the people who have been admitted that were vaccinated had um, other what we call comorbidities, so other diseases that would have made them subject to severe disease without the vaccine. And in most, and in a lot of those cases, they would have died without the vaccine. So since we have it, it's our really our only fight against COVID at the moment. Um, you hear people talk about the flu vaccine. Again, Another vaccine that is something that we, especially as healthcare providers, are actually required to get on an annual basis. And the reason behind it is because it is um, very communicable, meaning transmissible from me to the next person. Um, and we have to do our due diligence to prevent spreading disease. So you hear it is not in the vast majority of the cases with the injection at least, um, when it comes to the flu vaccine, it's not a, we are giving you the flu. There is a nasal injection that is what's called a live vaccine, where it's a small amount of a live virus that your body can then see, develop a response. And this is the case with all vaccines. Your body sees the, sees the vaccine, develops a response to it so that when it sees the actual illness, we can fight it off. And your body's not like, what the heck is this? and cannot fight it off. So if we see something, if our body has seen something, then we can um, fight it. Well, if, let me rephrase that. If our body has seen something similar, then we can fight it off to a much more uh, effective degree. Does that make sense, guys? Yes. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I am. I am not the sharpest knife in a drawer, <laughs> and I was able to follow along quite nicely. Thank you. Awesome. I am um, pro-living. So if, if, if that means getting the vaccine so you can live, I'd appreciate it if you did that. You heard and it here first. Anthony is pro-life. <laughs> <Which, laughs> this, this is a sidebar. <laughs> pro-life. It's not that's the same whole, as pro-birth. That's a whole different thing. It I'm is. Sorry. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I'm here to, for the, you got people I'm here out. to insert the whole. I'm, here to insert I'm okay the with human. that. Because I'm okay with that. <laughs> I but I want to be clear. Up. I am pro-living. <laughs> a lot of these folks who claim to be pro-life are just pro-birth. 
sir. We'll that's, move that's on. Deep in the cell. We'll, we'll, we'll let's let's keep moving. Let's keep we'll moving. Move on. Jonas out here trying to throw people on uh, on the rails. He's doing something. That was funny, man. Um, that was pretty good. So that being said, I want our people to do everything that we can to make it because the system is already. That's what we were talking about at the beginning of this podcast. The system is already stacked against us. The system is like. When Jeff was talking about the Supreme Court's ruling yesterday for the Alabama gerrymandering, that's just another piece of fruit that fell off a poisonous tree. Yep. And the way our health system treats black people, men and women, is another piece of fruit that is falling from a poisonous tree. This thing, it has uh, devastated our communities. I'm talking about COVID, has devastated our communities. But here's what's something that um, is not as well um promoted as people would think more black people are vaccinated than what they're telling us there was a survey that came out last fall um and it showed that 75 percent of the black people surveyed were vaccinated uh-huh no they're definitely not telling you that there's there's very there's there's very very key statement um break that down a little bit more anthony there's a very so key you, statement when you talk about they say so they obviously interviewed um uh, I don't I don't have I don't have the numbers right in front of me but they interviewed several you know in, in order for it to be a valid survey they have to have be in the thousands so of a that representative sample correct of that of the black folks that they interviewed seventy five percent of them were uh, were vaccinated now they also looked at it along um, political lines and. People who identified as Democrat, the vast majority of them were vaccinated. A smaller percentage, but still the majority of people who identified as Republican were also vaccinated. Um, that being said, there were <laughs> there was a larger, significantly larger percentage of people who, again, identified as Republican, who said things like they didn't trust the vaccine, they didn't trust the government, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and which is why they didn't uh, get vaccinated because they didn't or they didn't think it would work, but et cetera. Uh, so I want us to know that while there are plenty of black folks um, who are who are saying they don't trust the government, they don't trust the vaccine. Um, there are many more who have been vaccinated <laughs> because. I think there was a pretty clear, um, this uh, pretty clear evidence, round about April, May, June of 2020, when this thing started really kicking off, where we um, recognized that this was becoming an issue in the black community, where we were dying at a higher rate. Excuse me, we were getting diagnosed at a later stage in the disease. We were being admitted to the hospital at a much uh, higher rate, um, you know, and so as soon as when the vaccine did come out, there was a lot of hesitancy. I'll be honest, I was hesitant about the vaccine because it was curious to me that something um, could happen so fast. And then I spoke with a, a, a colleague of mine, which I whom I highly revere. Um, and she said, well, why wouldn't we expect a vaccine to be or anything to be uh, produced at a faster rate? than 20 years ago, 30 years ago. 
you know what? That makes a ton of sense. I can send you like I'm look we're we're recording this on video. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey's in Los Angeles. Jonas is in Alexandria, Virginia. I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana, and we wow. are all talking at the same time. Could have just said DC and put my whole real city out. Never mind. Go ahead. I could put your address on there if you want to. <laughs> I edit this. I'm I can dox. Be, I can dox you. I edit this. I'm going to be in Toronto, Canada, somewhere. I'm gonna be in the. Uh, I'm gonna be in the. I'm gonna be in the in the podcast DMs. Put your address. <laughs> wow. But it's uh, yeah, but for, That's a but for real. Like point. like yeah, but your soon, point. Your point is super valid, though. Right. Yeah, that as makes soon as they identified the genomic sequence for this virus. It was emailed immediately. And of course it's gonna to get to the world immediately. We have mass production. Like I'll go back to my smallpox, I, my smallpox uh, example. example. The only reason it took so long is because they were literally carrying mail by horses at the time, <laughs> at the time that, uh, that the vaccine was proven to be effective. Yeah. And there was no such thing as mass production yeah. in, in, the, um, in the 1800s when this thing came out. And there was also a lot of human process involved in the development of the vaccination, which means that, Correct. that in, in incorporates human error. Correct. Um, so the effectiveness of it couldn't be truly, um, you know, really quantified because human error coming into play which in an automated system of development of anything nowadays, that's really well eliminated because humans don't touch the product like they used right. to. Right, and we have computer models that you can um, you can you can do projections based on the computer models that can give you a lot more accurate information. So we don't need as many people as we would normally need, but we still have because they still have to do trials on individuals. We still have trials on people. And frankly, there are 7.2 billion people in the world. There have been three to 4 billion doses of the vaccine given out throughout the world. Anything bad that would have been identified would have been would have identified. happened by now. Would have happened by now. Mm. Like we, <laughs> I keep getting people who say, well, I'm wait, I'm still waiting. It's too, it's too new. One, it's been a year now. Come on, two right. Like you, two, you, you, if well, you don't want the first year Tesla because the model changed, hey, you, you, you still by the fall you can get the next one. You so, can get I the mean, next like, model. That's mm -hmm. one thing. The other thing is, I'm still waiting on more research. Well, how much more research do you want? Well, here's the thing it's not about the people <laughs> who say I'm still waiting on more research. Um, what I found is that. They didn't look at any of the research in the first place to be waiting on more research. And I was like, I was super skeptical, just like you said. I mean, just the fact that you said that you were skeptical and you've been a doctor for the longest. So yeah. and and I was skeptical as well. And I waited till August to That's, get mine because I okay wanted to. We talked about that. Joe. We talked about all of that. And I wanted to wait and talk to the really smart people I know. Anthony being one of them. Huh. <laughs> and, you know, and when I really did all the math in my head and carried the one and I looked at <laughs> what I had to do, what I've been doing for a long time to get money and it's DJ amongst a bunch of people. I was like, yeah. Makes sense. I'm, I'm not going to. It was, it was the carry in the one. It was the oh, carry in the one. The that one. Crossed, <laughs> it was the one. It was the carry in the one that crossed Man, that it said, you know what? Boom, I'm on it. 
when you first start learning math, what trips you up the most? Oh, carry the one. You ain't carried that one. You ain't carried one. But look at this. Look at this. I was like, but to finish my finish my sentence. Go ahead, go ahead. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be DJing in front of a whole bunch of people again, real soon. And mask or no mask, I need to go ahead and make sure that I don't bring this into my house. Or if I do bring it into my house, you know, I got the best. You know, it's going to be a good chance that we're going to recover. You know, because as far as I ain't got time to be getting hospitalized over this thing. Yeah, word. Straight up. And it was our age group with it. Yeah, and it, it was, was our age group. group that had and 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 yes, it affected the um, unhealthy more than it affected the healthy. But when it comes to black men, mm-hmm. our age, health put to the kick to the curb, our age was being affected. Like there are, I saw an article early on in this pandemic. Maybe it was late 2020, early or early 2021. That's talked about how. There is a generation of children whose parent, whose fathers are taken out by this disease. And now they have to deal right. with that. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk, we talk about our health as black men. Um, you know, this is the number one killer of Americans at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's of Americans. You know, it's not. The usual suspects, your, your, your heart disease, your high blood pressure, your cancers, accidents, homicides, mm-hmm. these are still up there on the list. But the number one killer of America these days is the COVID virus. Well, let me ask you this. Um, something else I hear is that, oh, man, you just need to boost your immune, immune system. Yeah. So what are the things I see a different ad on my IG in Facebook and Twitter and on the TV about all these different things and these different pills and these different foods that boost the immune system. Yeah. What, what, which ones are real and which ones are just a, just give me your money. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll give you some examples. I throw out um, black seed oil. Yeah. That's a good one. No. I just want to, I'm just, I'm saying, yeah, because I've heard it. I want to hear everything that you're hearing. Oh, what about okay. the, the sea moss or the seagrass? Yeah. What is sea this moss. movement? The, no, sea it's moss. sea moss. So here's, here's the thing about all that. Um, we as, uh, as humans, yes, we need to do everything we can. The healthier we are, the better our immune system is going to be. Okay. There's no doubt about it. Um, however, we are also humans and we're also <laughs> limited. And really, if you want to, if we want to get into our environmental damage that we've done to this place, we've removed a lot of what our ancestors would have been able to utilize. Um, now, that being said, our ancestors are dying in their 30s and 40s. Word. <laughs> so for the that was a good that, life. <laughs> you hear me? For the folks that wanted to say, like, <laughs> you know. What were they doing? They were just doing natural stuff and they were dying from what we would now, yeah, what we would now refer to as preventable diseases. Okay. The common cold. The common cold was taking people out, family. Literally. Yeah. Diarrhea. cold turned into pneumonia real quick. You hear me? Diarrhea was one of the ones that if you got diarrhea, they were, they pretty much started playing. They sent you out the camp. (laughs) Planned your funeral. Dead serious. Wow. If you make it back, if when you stop, we'll either come get you or you come find us. Right. And now we're we, so, we gonna move on. What you we doing now? Start. You drink you drink some pink liquid. You hear me? <laughs> and you good. <laughs> they were right. Wanna drink some eating, water and lay down. I'll be honest. 
Why is it pink? <laughs> who, who was drinking? Who was out there eating sea moss? Who was who was going to the sea? I need I need this. I need the book. I need the evidence. Who was going to the sea, scraping moss off the rocks, <laughs> and eating that junk, or putting Nobody. it in a in, putting it in a smoothie? Look like Nobody. greens, man. Look like collard greens. <laughs> but anyway, I am a I, I am a strong I am a strong believer in the healthier you are, the better you are. We do know for a fact that if you are in good physical condition, then your immune system is better off. Um, there is no no real. There's not a whole lot. I won't say there's none, but there's not a whole lot of good reproducible evidence that anything um, that any of the supplements that are being promoted are as useful as they're advertised. Here's the problem. The Food and Drug Administration is require requires certain um, research, certain research, certain test subjects, certain like a like a good research study to be done on any medication that that goes through its system. For it to be FDA approved, it has to be proven to be safe and the, the benefits far outweighing the risks that may come along with that, uh, which is why it took a minute they gave it emergency approval. We're going back to the vaccine. They gave it emergency approval, but then give it full FDA approval until this past fall. Um, they gave it emergency approval because it was the only thing that people could think of since not enough people were feeling like they should be wearing their masks. And since too many people felt like their freedoms were being infringed upon, they needed to have something out there that could fight this thing off. Okay. So that being said, they still had to have all of the data that would support its safety um, in order to be approved by the FDA. There, a, a, a good portion of these supplements are not regulated by anything. The FDA regulates every medication that you can buy over the counter that is, that is labeled as a medication, Tylenol, ibuprofen, Advil, same thing, uh, your cold medicines, um, <laughs> naproxen. Your, the, the naproxen, prescription drugs. The FDA has to approve all of that and Tussin. also regulates all of that. If you, uh, yes, Tussin, Tussin. even Tussin. Tussin, shake it up, Mo Tussin. Uh, <laughs> a little water in it. A little water in it. Shake it up, Mo Tussin. Tussin. Put a little water in your vaccine. Shake it up. There it is. Shake it up, Mo Vaccine. Put some Tussin Don't on do it. Go lay down. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but the FDA does not require, does not um, regulate the more homeopathic type uh, subjects. So your quote unquote organic stuff. The okay. um, and since it's not regulated, it's hard to say that the um, risks outweigh, don't outweigh the benefits or that the benefits <laughs> outweigh the risks. Here's another side of it that I look at with these supplements is partially the placebo effect. Um, yeah. Anthony, talk to everybody about what the placebo effect is and what that means and why these supplements supposedly work the way that they do. Sure. So the placebo effect is, um, to put it simply, it's just mind over matter i could You've explain taken, that too by the way but yeah you could have jonas jonas is an, ex, is an expert in the placebo effect, um, in the placebo <laughs> effect. i could have show i could have <laughs> broke that down i keep telling so, you I, i'm yo i'm the guy I, man, hey man. I, I appreciate it u.s search in general just so, so anthony can get a break maybe he want a sip of water you could be hey jonas break down the placebo effect yeah, give me no listen. problem we don't Plus. don't worry we <laughs> Jonas, you'll have the opportunity to be our mental health expert the next time around, too, in addition to Jeffrey. Um, but the placebo effect that. essentially is I take something, it, it, may, it may or may not be effective, but my mind says that it worked, so then it worked. 
Um, I'll give you an example of a, um, a sugar pill. It's considered a placebo in birth control pills. Um, women or people who need birth control for any reason, they'll take a birth control pill for three weeks. And then for the majority of birth control pills, that fourth week, it's a placebo, a fill-in. It doesn't have any effect on how on on birth control, but it allows um, allows the person taking it to continue taking a pill to keep the habit up. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't impact their fertility in any way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, so that was going to um, be my there, example. Yeah, yeah, I that was it. a good one too, Jonas. You you should have said it, man. Man, I'm sorry. I jumped. I jumped on you. I jumped I mean, on you. Like he on went to table. he went to school and stuff. So I let him. Man, I appreciate it. Saying, get your jump. Get your jump. <laughs> um, and so there there is some of that when it comes to multivitamins. When it comes to some of these supplements that people are promoting, that there you're right, Jeffrey. That because let's be honest too, a lot of folks who are willing to subject themselves to these sub to these uh, substances are oftentimes living a healthier lifestyle in the first place. All right. Um, So maybe it's not the CMOS. Maybe it's because you ran five miles today. Right. But I got my CMOS smoothie, but you got your CMOS smoothie, which made me healthier. It made me at least feel healthier. And Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be honest with you. If that's what it takes for you to live a healthy lifestyle, I am for it. I love it. Good stuff. I just don't want um, what happens, and this goes back to being black in America. I don't want what happens so often, which is we take or do things in place of seeking medical care, medical. Thank you. Yeah. Like it's an addition. They call they call them supplements for a reason. Supplements for a reason. So it's supposed to be added on. It's supposed to be added on. It can be, or, it right. can in, be addition in addition to, to not the sole reliable thing that you're you hear me because it because you'll be saying to yourself, well, I took my CMOS while you're having a heart attack trying to figure out what what happened. Right. Right. You were okay. probably st- still supposed to be taking that high blood pressure medication that it's you took yourself that. off of. And I'll, I'll, I'll put this caveat out there. I have no idea what CMOS is supposed to do. So if it's not intended to keep you from having a stroke, whatever it's intended to do when it's not doing it, please think, see your doctor. I think, it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to be an immune system booster to a I certain extent. Right. Um, right. That's all I keep hearing about is CMOS. And I'm not knocking any of it. I've actually thought about indulging in this. I'm like, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I see all this stuff and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should. Yeah. Maybe I should be taking this. Maybe I should order these pills. Maybe I should uh be uh making more smoothies at home i don't know i don't know because well, that was in my field of study when i was in uh fake medical school in fake medical school it means i was just googling stuff well here's my thing i i, I appreciate um you jonas for say for being that way you know what i mean for saying i'm considering this kind of stuff i don't yeah. mind the consideration i have um when i first started practicing um, way back when the internet was not as readily accessible to people. So folks really had to dig into the internet in order to find certain things. And they would usually find the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, our search engines have become a lot more sophisticated. I can Google, I can put something in Google and Google will now, if I'm specific mm-hmm. enough, Google will now list scientific articles in certain situations. Now I know what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? And I know what 
could be considered, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, I won't say I'm an expert in all of this stuff. I'm an OBGYN. So if I'm looking for OBGYN stuff, I know, all right, this looks like a, a reasonably peer-reviewed article that I a, a, that's reliable. That's a reliable resource. I know too that we now all have um, the internet in the palms of our hands, 24-hour access to information. So it'd be it'd be foolish for me to assume that people are not going to look stuff up. But what I suggest to you all is, you know, everybody's on this do your own research kick, fine. But if you completely understand it, if you've studied statistics, if you've studied epidemiology, you probably are good. If you have not. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being. Look, say it, look say it how you feel it. Just going to look dead. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking in the camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> say it how you feel it. Ain't nobody looking at the camera. Which if you if you have not studied what research is like what peer-reviewed research is supposed to look like i have please, not for the record i definitely have not take whatever you find to your doctor who probably has had to take a epidemiology course well like at you least. said you're not my doctor but i'm gonna throw this at you because this was this one gave me a good laugh okay i saw it like a month ago um Marijuana preventing COVID. I heard that one myself. Throwing that out there at you. <laughs> He's confounded. Just throwing that out there at you. I'm lobbing it up there. The, bridge, the way that he's rubbing the bridge of his nose right now. <laughs> I'm a, okay, I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to do it like this. It made me scratch my head when I first saw these articles, because mm-hmm. in my mind, mm-hmm. what I understand COVID to be is something that attacks your respiratory system. Am I right in that? In part, it does, yes. In part, it does. Because mm-hmm. I know it, it can affect, you know, it can give you loss of breath. There's a reason people nature. are on ventilators. It's, so that's, yes. that's where my head went. <laughs> And what I know marijuana to be mm-hmm. in the main read in the main way people use it is they inhale it. I have heard similar things. It's not the I only way people indulge in marijuana, but it, it is, is the, it, I, I would assume it to be the main way. It's <laughs> primary since it's, it's legal in the, in the majority of the country these days. So it is a primary way that people ingest THC. <laughs> He's such a doctor. <laughs> there, <laughs> it's important. It's important that we say this though, because you know, there's a lot of of people that not indulge, a COVID call, <laughs> no. in, indulge in 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 that recreational use, and, and it's not the the use of marijuana is not the problem, right? It's, it's not a problem. No, if we're being honest, right? There is um, for certain health issues, it does provide a lot of benefit. For example, people who are suffering. Uh, from nausea and vomiting from their chemotherapy because they're in their stage three, stage four cancer. Absolutely. Um, it does a great job of helping them manage their appetite. The CBD aspect of it does a great job of um, managing pain for a lot of people. It helps with their anxiety and their sleep, uh, their ability, or I should say their lack of sleep. Um, it is not, it <clears throat> is not a treatment for COVID. 
But does it, it's not preventative. It's like yeah, I was just about to say, so it doesn't prevent COVID. Okay, got it. No, because what it does not do is, is boost your immune system. Got it. I looked into, I did, a, an article came across me and I looked into it because it, you know, the headlines, because you know how they do. Yeah. Marijuana helps with, with COVID is, was basically the headline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the article, then it goes deeper into, or so people think. You know what I mean? It doesn't. <laughs> it, um, just, so we, like, just like this CMOS stuff that I just uh, put in correct. the chat. Correct. It's a good source of iodine, but a lot of the stuff says it can, it, it, it may. It has it potential. It will. Right. It, it, it's not, it's not specific. It is not <laughs> preventative for this particular, excuse me, for this particular disease. Um, I'll be honest. I deal with COVID so much. I'm tired of talking about it. I know it. I <laughs> know <all> it. <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> I am. I am uh, willing to answer any of those questions that people have. Again, I am not your doctor. I am a doctor. So you can tell your doctor that this doctor I heard on this podcast said, "Cause y'all don't know my credentials." I could have told you all lies. He did say that again. Wait, but you're not. <laughs> he lying. didn't. But when people are watching social media and they're looking at Facebook and they're looking at Twitter and they're yeah. looking at TikTok and they're looking at Instagram and you see all these videos get passed around, mm-hmm. you see all these videos get reposted and stuff just lands in your lap on your timeline. Mm-hmm. And then this person, they might have a coat on, they might have mm-hmm. a stethoscope on, and they might mm-hmm. be in an office and they're mm-hmm. spitting out all this stuff you know, about, you know, whatever side they're on of you sure. know, vaccines or not getting vaccinated, whatever you, whatever have you. Nobody goes and looks those people up and looks and checks their credentials. That's, that's the unfortunate part. So the, the real, but the they'll worst, pass that video and say, ha, see, yeah. told you. The worst part about social media He's is that you can be anybody you want to be on that thing. Like me telling people I'm a health expert at the beginning of the podcast. Right. Boom. You are though, aren't you? I mean, of course I am, duh. <laughs> for those about? that for those of y'all that don't know Jonas, that is dripping with sarcasm. <laughs> so much sarcasm. I have an EKG the, machine right over there that my daughter got for Christmas, and it's a toy and stands about two feet long. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> it's right. It's red and blue. It's got a lot of colors on it. It beeps. Doc McStuffins. What more you had? What more do you want? What more do you want? No, that's you have an EKG at your house. That's that's a, that's, that's a beautiful thing. That's a huge problem with with social media. Um, frankly, this is not about this. This podcast is not about who you need to trust and who you don't need to trust. Um, trust yourself um, more than anything else. But on, if if you see it on social media, talk to your doctor about it. Your There's, doctor, your right. healthcare professional, even if it's not a doctor, because I know really, really good nurse practitioners, physical yeah. physician assistants. You talk to your your doctor, your healthcare provider about your concerns about any issue that you may have. Um, Look, I'm, I'm, I can fix. There. I can fix all of this. All this social media stuff. Check this out. Find your doctor on social media, like your real doctor, yeah. and then all these other videos. Forward it to them. Yeah. Like, hey, this true? Yeah. I mean, that's real. If you can find them on social media. <laughs> right. If you can find them on social media. 
but here's the thing my patients can't find me on social media <laughs> very good very good and and we're saying all of this uh family and friends we're, we're saying all of this for a very keen reason the the key word is your and the other word is professional your professional that that's the person that you already trust. You already have a relationship with them. There's not a likelihood that a person that you're already in relationship with is going to steer you wrong on what's good for your health. They have invested time in understanding you. So reach out to your professionals. I think it's critical that you do those things. Um, The problem is that we oftentimes submit ourselves to everything else and then when we get in trouble we run to our professionals but that's so backwards don't get in trouble and run to your professionals you know when i was diagnosed with one of the conditions that i have um called sarcoidosis a very rare disorder um i went to my doctor because i thought i was having an allergic reaction to something that wouldn't go away um and come to find out i have this whole other condition I didn't run and, and say, how do I deal with this these night sweats and this itching that I'm dealing with? In fact, she thought I had um, leukemia when I got there, or, or, or no, not leukemia, but lymphoma when I got there. So I, I went to my doctor, my professional. We all need to do that as a means to make sure that we are getting the right information, that we're going to sources that we can trust and that are reliable. And then if your doctor is just anti something, but you feel like there's more information, the other cool thing to do is get a second opinion. You do not have to trust just one professional. You can trust, um, you can get information from multiple professionals. If, if you don't trust what your physician is saying, go and check their that physician by another physician and see if you're getting information that is congruent. Um, Again, I I work with some physicians that have have their own personal views, but when it comes to the scientific view of all of this stuff, they are saying all of the same things. They have their own political views, but they're saying the same things about the, the disease itself as it relates to COVID and any other health conditions that are out there. So yeah, get a second opinion if you don't trust your own doctor. Now, what I will say is um, to piggyback on what you just said, when we say get a second opinion, if you don't agree with or you um, are skeptical about something that your professional physician or, you know, health practitioner is saying, that doesn't mean keep going until you find someone that says what you want them to say. Right. So if you go to two, three or four or even five and they're all pretty much on the same page, that's when you stop and say, "Okay, I get it. You don't go to say, well, all five of y'all are bogus. I'm going to number six. <laughs> if nine out of 10 dentists recommend the toothpaste, <laughs> don't go to look for the one that doesn't. Don't go to the two. Like, I, 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 I knew it. I was right. I knew I was I knew right. I knew, I knew I, I was should right. Brush up and down instead was of Was that sideways. a medical term, Anthony, that you left in the chat, by the way? Was that a medical term? I mean, I've written it down before. I don't know if it's... (laughs) (laughs) Anthony has written it down. That makes it a medical term. Let's jump into some more common issues because we won't always be in the pandemic environment that we're in right now. Um, we are, we're, I think we're going to always be dealing with COVID. It's always going to be a thing. I think it's yeah. the new flu, if you will, not from the standpoint of it being the flu, but in, it's just another d- thing that we have to protect ourselves against like the flu. So hear me clearly on that. But mm-hmm. uh, black men, we, we get so much flack from um, all over as it relates to our health. 
Um, and, you know, the hot button issues when I go to my doctor are your blood pressure, your blood sugar, your prostate, your colon. These four big hitters um, that black men tend to not uh, really address very well until they're in a critical stage of these health conditions. So, Anthony uh, and Jonas, because he's our secondary um, <laughs> uh, medical support, uh, let's service. talk about these things, because here's the thing. Uh, one of the issues that I had with the um, the conversations about hypertension um, is how overreported it can be as an issue within the black community. And I, I had to pull back from that conversation because as I was looking at the evidence, it was a lot like what you were saying, Anthony, is that people that are doing well are doing well. And so they don't have those issues and they don't go to the doctor, but still have the issue, mm -hmm. if, if that makes sense. So can we talk about those those four top key things? Um, and I think heart disease is the, the fifth one that's in there. I've lost two very close family members to heart yeah. disease and heart conditions. And so these are the things that I think that if black men would just simply go to the doctor at minimum on an annual basis to make sure they're good, they'd be great. So hypertension, um, blood sugar, um, prostate cancer, um, uh, colon cancer, or prostate, colon, and then heart health. Can we Can we hit on those for a minute? Yeah, so heart disease um, tends to be the number one killer of black men in America as far as, um, let's see, if you are over uh, over 40, dang, that's, that now counts as all of us. That's all of us, especially. Um, heart disease is our number one cause of death. Um, cancer is being number two, and they lumped. They don't really separate colon cancer, prostate cancer, um, lung cancers. They just put. They usually just put that all together. But we do know that um, prostate cancer happens in the black community at a far higher rate. Colon cancer as well, and often at a younger age. So they've even started recommending screening. They used to recommend screening for colon cancer to be at the age of 50 for everybody. But now the recommendation, particularly for black males, is between 40 and 45. Dang. It does have a lot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's time. It does, it does have a lot to do time, with huh? family members. Uh, <laughs> it does have a lot to do with family members, um, like what your family history is in regards to cancer, prostate cancer, again, high on the list of things that are killing black men. Um, Why? Start, well, <laughs> say it because we can blame, the, we can we blame the we can blame the Tuskegee experiment. There, it's, it's a systemic problem. Don't get me wrong, but we have latched on um, and used it as an excuse for far too long at this point. What about the test for it, though? So there are different tests for prostate cancer mm -hmm. that can be done. The primary well, a test is the rectal exam um, to be used to find the prostate, which can only be accessed through the rectum. Um, and if it has noted to be enlarged, then there's a, a chance that you can, um, suffer from cancer. That being said, that has fallen out of favor in a lot of different circles. Um, most of the cancer societies will recommend, a um, prostate serum antigen or PSA. And that is a blood value, a blood value that gives you an idea of where your risk is, um, Whatever your doctor recommends, please do what your doctor says. Some of your doctors will say to just get a PSA. Some of your doctors will tell you to bend over. Um, 
<laughs> you just got to just listen to your doctor. You can ask them, well, what about the PSA? Um, you can, can also I, ask I them, what about, what about the record? Allow him to reintroduce himself. <laughs> you like earbuds, want it over the loudspeaker, like what you want to do, but we're doing this test. But you're going to get this exam. See, I'm not mature enough to be a real doctor. That's, that's you okay. Said, wrecked him by okay. three times. I'm okay. <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very well, immature. It ends up going the same way as why people don't get um, screened for colon cancer. Yeah. Um, because yeah. you have to get a col not have to, but one of the primary ways to identify it is through a colonoscopy. Mm -hmm. And the idea of things going in is deterrent for a lot of black people, a lot of people, frankly, people. but yeah. Um, it's it's an issue um, how in much the black of, community. How much do you think this also uh, plays with us having a lack of insurance? Oh, that's a lot of it. That's where the system problem comes. Actually, in. I would yeah, with it being systemic, I would think that you know a lot, if not majority, of the reason black men don't go to the doctor because they can't afford it. There's something to that, um, and if they can afford it. Like for the folks who are, um, you know, the people who have a job that's good enough people to get their medical benefits. It's where I'm going with that. Not just be like people to afford it out of pocket because yeah. a lot of people can't afford it out of pocket. But uh, people that we don't have like the jobs that will give us the health care that we need. Specific. I do, first, I want to correct. I said prostate serum antigen is prostate specific antigen. First of all, I was going to correct you, but I'll yeah, I, you do your thing. I, I, you appreciate, you not, I appreciate you not interrupting me. I appreciate you not interrupting me. That's, that's, uh, you want to watch? that's good. Because of respect. Because of respect. And you're a professional. That's right. You're a professional. Well, the, um, the fact <laughs> that we have connected healthcare to employment is a huge problem. Huge. Um, most people who are working a job that off also offers insurance works for five days a week, 40 hours a week, right? During, during the work hours, quote unquote, nine to five, Monday through Friday. My office closes at 5 p.m. Every, every day of the week and is not open at the moment on the weekends. Most primary care offices uh, close at five o'clock in the evening. Well, now I have to then take a day off of work to go get my doctor's appointment done. Um, I can't jobs won't comp that. A lot of jobs won't comp that. They, they'll dock you points. And yeah. if you get a flat tire the following week, you dock more points. Yep, or if you right. got engine trouble the third week, you dock more points. You get docked enough points. You got no you job. Wish. You got exactly. no job. You got no insurance. And it is exceedingly hard for men in general to get health care, uh, to get health insurance, um, even state-sponsored. Yeah, state sponsored health insurance because they want they a lot of the state sponsored insurances expect you to have a certain amount of income. And if you can't. Uh, but then obviously, if you're going to have income, you need to be working. Right. And then I start working and then my my income is too much for the state insurance, but I can't afford the insurance that my job offers me. So now I'll just wing it and hope that nothing bad happens to me. The game is rigged, bruh. I told you the tree was poison. This yeah. is more, this is just more fruit from a poison tree. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I yeah. think that um, more black men would get regular checkups if they could afford it or if they did have insurance supplied by their job and could get the proper time off 
yeah. to do it. You know, they'll make sure that their kids are straight before they go to the doctor. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, um, it's a common, it's far too common of a problem. I'll get patients in my office that I don't meet until very late in the game, late in their mm-hmm. pregnancy, for example. Well, I, oh, I couldn't get off of work. I right. can't blame you. I couldn't get insurance because I make too much money on my job. I make $15 an hour and that's too much money. That's ridiculous. That's but not crazy. enough, but not enough for you to get insurance through your job. Yeah. And then I'm on this hourly wage that this is a, a problem that's kind of singular to the United States of America. Other well, countries laugh at us. They've, Other, they've somehow that, that aren't third world it countries. You know, they, they have, laugh yeah. at, you know, you know, why we keep uh, sitting up on our high horse. Yeah. You know, as Americans, and this is the best country in the world in US of A, and we wave flags and we do all these salutes. When we really rank ourselves, especially in regards to healthcare, yeah. and we like dead last. We're down there. We are down there. And it's all it because comes, of how expensive it is. And it's like other countries have it free. Like they can't even unfathom yeah. like having to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for basic health care. Um, universal health care is a um, very, very broad topic. It's a deep topic. Um, but, you know, and there's a lot of pluses. And there are some minuses to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but affordable health care. Right. Is what would matter more in this country, at the very least, than universal health care. OK, because our, our system is not um, really set up well for a complete transition to universal health care. Um, but if but there is no reason for it to be as as expensive as it is. Got it. There is no reason for that at all. Um. I could get on a soapbox on that, but I won't. Not today. <laughs> so catch us on the next episode where he will get on that soapbox. <laughs> next time we talk about health, it's the whole hour of me <laughs> running my mouth on healthcare in the United States and the problems, and I can fix it. Wait. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, man, I think that's oh, a good place. Campaign. To, I think that's oh, a good campaign. place to wrap it up. I think that's a good yeah. place to wrap it up for now. Hey, I appreciate this conversation, y'all. Um, good conversation. We, we need to have one of the reasons um, that I wanted us to talk about this is because we in the Black community are. Don't. <laughs> exactly right. We hurt ourselves because primarily we don't talk about it. I can't tell you the number of people that I'm trying to get their health history from. And I don't really know what happened with grandma or my auntie. And it's not like they're not close. They'll have their auntie on the phone. <laughs> auntie in the next room. You hear me? And can't uh, and do not want to talk about it. Do not want to talk about their health care. I had a patient once. She needed a major surgery. A major a surgery that she could not drive herself home from at all. She drove herself to the hospital. Didn't want me to. She said, "Just call them and tell them I'm alive." I was like, "But how? Wow. But wait." She said, "Don't tell them anything about what I what happened to me, why it happened. You know, all they need to know." I said, "Well, who's gonna come and get you? My son will get the bus and pick me and uh, drive me home." Okay. Wow. Okay. That's and heavy. I, it just it, I can't go against that. I got to, you know, you I have to respect that wish. I got to honor that. Got it on wishes. But we as black people need to be more open. 
about our health care. We need to be more open about our health status. Yes. Um, we need to have these conversations be open. And it's it's really stupid not to have these conversations at this point. I mean, we like need to that. have them. We need it's to have really them with our stupid. children so that they grow up. Yeah. And able to talk about these things. Well, they well. need to know because our health no. impacts them. My parents' health. I know more, I know my parents' health history. Some of it. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> but what I but what I do know is useful to my right. health care. It's it's exactly. helping me drive decisions on how I take care of myself and how exactly. I therefore take care of my children, et yep. cetera. So first Corinthians six, nineteen and twenty. Yeah. First Corinthians 16, first, first Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were brought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So we, we have this entire conversation and we talk about the, the importance and the value of trusting our medical professionals. We did go on a little bit of a conversation about COVID, but truthfully, Black men, we were talking about being able to trust medical professionals. We were talking about the importance and the value of caring for yourself and, and when you don't know how to care for yourself to get a professional involved so they can help you. That's the most important thing. You, uh, from a spiritual Christian background, it's hard to please God with a body that continues to break down. You can't go out and do the things that God wants you to do effectively with a body that's broken. And so uh, respecting your body as the temple of the Holy Spirit. I remember growing up and hearing this scripture, and most of the time, especially in the Baptist church, we were talking about, well, you shouldn't drink and smoke. And yeah, you shouldn't drink and smoke. Uh, smoking, especially drinking, not in excess. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is knowing that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit absolutely requires that you do things for your body that otherwise won't get done. You have to prioritize your health. You have to prioritize um, um, exercise. You have to prioritize going to the doctor. Yes, we had that conversation. Our jobs make it hard. Black men, <clears throat> do you need a job or do you need your life? Do you need the ability to get to a place in your life where more prosperity can come to you? Your job, albeit the supplier of the needs that you have, is not God. God is the supplier. And if your health is a priority to you, then you get to the doctor and you do what you need to do to take care of yourself. I don't want to hear more conversations about 40-year-old men um, that are collapsing on the side of a basketball court because they were not taking care of their health or they started taking care of their health too late and they had a massive heart attack um, in their bedroom um, and they just started too late. There are some things that are, are, are unavoidable. We don't know the timestamp that God has put on our lives, but we do know this, that we should be making the most of the time that we have. And one way to do that is to make sure that you have a body that can do the work that God wants you to do in the time that he wants you to do it. You are not your own. That's the key point to the scripture. So if you don't want to look at that from a spiritual standpoint, look at it from this standpoint. Your family needs you. Your family needs you. Your children, they need you. The environment, the community, everyone needs you. They need you to be healthy. They need you to be strong. They need you to be around. And so with that being said, just trust the fact that there's more information out there than you can possibly attain on your own. And so go and get as much knowledge as you can 
but trust the providers, trust the professionals that are around you to give you more distinctive information that you can't access because you don't have the specialized training. And if you do have the specialized training and you're still not taking care of yourself, well, shame on you. I think that's a wrap for me. But from a spiritual standpoint, my, my, my prayer for you is that you'll, you'll, you'll be in health and you'll prosper even as your soul prospers, just like the Apostle Paul says. And um, for everybody out there partying, you know, trust your DJ. He's a professional, too. So, you, yeah. know, you know, so just tr trust him, <laughs> consult with him. And then when you go out to have a good time, you know, leave him alone because that's tip, he's the professional. Tip DJ. Tip, you, DJ. tip him or no tip him. I mean, I'm sure he's probably getting paid at that event, but at the same time, just he's a professional as well. And don't come to trust, the booth. Trust him as well. Or her, especially her. Leave her alone, especially more the men can better deal with than the leave the women DJs alone. Let them do their job. I just felt like everybody else spoke from their field of expertise, so I should say something. Stay out the booth. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> all right, y'all. That's a wrap from the Refresh Podcast. Uh, give them all the social media handles and email address, please. At the Refresh Podcast on Facebook. At the Refresh Podcast on Instagram. At the Refresh Podcast on Twitter. And we have our own email address, the Refresh Podcast at writeme, W-R-I-T. E M E dot com. Hit us up. Let us know what subjects that we can help you out with. If not, then just tell somebody, hey, you need to check these brothers out. They're talking some stuff and they're talking some good stuff and they have a good time doing it. Whatever the case may be, we would love your support. Reach out to us if you have questions. And again, he's not your doctor. So don't send us messages asking what he thinks about your health condition. Go and see your own doctor. I just want to point out that y'all nailed the opening and the closing. Boom. Damn. 2022 Boom. is big. We start now. Right. Next time. I really though. want to reiterate that Anthony is not y'all doctor. Don't hit him. <laughs> up. Okay. Don't hit he's Anthony. A up. doctor. He's a very good doctor, but he's not your doctor. I'm so, doing the best I can. <laughs> don't don't hit him up. <laughs> Amen. Lights. That's what we're saying. Amen. Amen. Lights. Amen. Lights. All right, man. Y'all take right. it easy. We'll see y'all the next right. episode. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Peace. Peace.